Welcome to Tech Bytes with TechNext. Here, we bring to you a brief roundup of everything exciting about the tech space across Africa and indeed the entire globe. From startup announcements to new inventions and the latest buzz boosts on the social space, we will be sharing industry important highlights and exploring the news within the news. We will also be bringing industry experts to share opinions about major news for the week. And most importantly, watch out for our exciting future for this week. We are sure it will be an exciting session you won't want to miss. Let us begin. It's about the tech space in Africa and around the world. Uh, my name is Omoleye and I will not be doing this alone. Um, we have um, Dami. He likes to call himself the, call himself the foundational tech bro, which is a lie. Hi everyone. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy yeah. New Year uh, <laughs> today. Happy New Year has gone. Anyway, um, it's a so new year thought, every day now. What do you mean? Ah, so you'd have thought that 2023 uh, was going to start you know, on a good note. We were thinking that um, 2022 was the year of recovery and uh, uh, handicap. Oh well. <laughs> but guess what? Um, 23 is starting again with another round of layoffs. That's really the finish. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, but if you talk about the gradual bounce back of um, the crypto, um, Bitcoin, and Ethereum, you know, you may have a, some positive stories to tell. What do you mm-hmm. think? What do you think about 23? Um, 2023 has not started 2023 for me. I mean, like, like Lagos, I said last year. <laughs> yeah, if you stay in Lagos, it's like just another day. You're still hustling for fuel, fuel. You're still getting in traffic. Inflation has not reduced. Inflation has not reduced. Like everything is just. <sighs> but I mean, 2023 now. Me and you, we did. Abi, Abi. <laughs> anyway, without wasting any time, um, welcome again to Tech Bytes by Tech Next. Mm-hmm. Um, as I said, I'm Omole and um, that is Dami. We will start with um, around the world, news updates around the world. 10 minutes, we'll do that for 10 minutes. And at the end of this, we're going to have a guest, um, an expert. I will not tell you the field until then. You have to wait. <laughs> you have to wait <laughs> to get that juice. You have to wait until the end. Ladies and gentlemen, once again, stay tuned to the end. Um, now let us go around the world um, of tech in 10 minutes and to handle that, Dami, please do the honors. Alright, so like Rui said, <laughs> at this point we may have to call Rexy for the tech space because layoffs continue, like really, wow. like, like, like pop culture, like layoffs continue. And now, I mean, unlike last year where we had some bits of tech companies doing it now it feels like it's the big tech guys that are out in this new wave of layoff yeah maybe the only one that has not laid off yet is apple netflix has true, done it true google has true. done it microsoft met i mean meta had done it so yeah last year, last like, year. Okay. it's it's a whole lot Sales this force. time around Everybody is laying off. It feels like it feels like I, and just two three days ago, Spotify also. Yeah, yeah. Spotify. See, they are doing that, and that, and that's the third round, I think, or second round that it has done in the last in the last few few months. Google has also laid off twelve thousand. God, twelve thousand employees. Microsoft laid off ten k. Uh, Amazon has laid off more than eighteen k. Mm. Um, Uber, which is 
of Uber Uber Freight, which is a part of yeah. Uber, is also laying off three percent of its staff, which is like one fifty people. Even cryptocurrency platforms are affected. I mean, despite the new year, we're gonna yeah. make it rave. Cryptocurrency platforms are still laying off. I mean, you have the likes of Luno, who has also laid off like thirty five percent of its staff, three hundred and fifteen people. Well, anyway, I, I saw something, um, I saw an article, somebody wrote an article saying that even, um, we are seeing 12k, we are seeing 18k, it's still like a very minute percentage minute. of the, of the uh, talents that were uh, recruited during the lockdown period. That the, the person gave an example of, um, is it Amazon, that uh, recruited over 200,000 and now they are laying just the... Um, so it may be just <laughs> oh well so it means just i saw i saw i saw i saw someone like a thought leader in the tech space in nigeria and africa he made the post on linkedin and it was like everyone kind of had an idea that this was coming so it's like a boom and bust kind of thing so i mean the tech boom of 2020 2021 yeah. early parts of 2022 it was like sky high everybody was yeah. trying to get into tech but i mean like every bubble at some point it bursts right and you know we have to blow again so that but this is a phase it would come and it would go and we would get back to that 200k irons hallelujah <laughs> say hallelujah <laughs> i mean lots of people have been laid off in january like 59k yeah that's a lot i mean so that course, is the one that's been recorded Oh, that was recorded recorded announced because some people it's just so that data doesn't even have african companies who are laying up to and some of those people they are undisclosed actually exactly so you get our <sighs> thoughts are with everyone who have been affected in this period yeah uh, yeah <laughs> all right moving on uh on to like good news cheaper cash yeah which is like good a cross-border uh payments money send um uh, startup yeah has received license to operate in malawi hmm. yeah that's interesting malawi, is malawi coming up <laughs> are they coming up in text oh, well. they are hardly in the news <laughs> <laughs> yeah and, and i mean this is like the first time in a few months that we've had malawi in like the major news and it's actually good news it's good it's good, good, news. good news uh i mean we look forward to a time where africa is really pan-african you know beyond just nigeria south yeah. africa kenya Canada, kenya yeah so the announcement was made by its vp global developer relations wizard jalakasi on twitter right the license issued by the malawi communications regulatory authority allows um cheaper cash operate in malawi and it took effect in december december 23 yeah. and we're just announcing this here which is good which is good uh just to point out cheaper cash entered the ghana market in 2019 uh now cheaper cash has been granted an enhanced license in ghana so these guys are making moves hmm. they so far yeah. raised 250 million dollars hmm. from several investors including jeff bezos um, bezos expedition vc funds and they are africa's sixth sixth unicorn you know i told you last year that we should go open our own tech company so that yeah we start i'm raising thinking funds. about it actually <laughs> we start raising i funds. encountered one tech problem this week and i had just had oh mm. great mm. 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 but let me not say it on this the podcast. idea is here all right so yeah um just let me give you a spo so the next topic spam rates double and ransomware worsens according to acronis in a cyber threat report mm. yeah and i mean that's like a preview into what we'll be discussing in today. Money. yeah 
I mean, Rui said not to say, but I'm saying it. <laughs> so a report titled Cyber Protection Operation Center Reports has been released by Acronis, right? And it shows that phishing and malicious emails increased by 60% in 2022. In the second half of 2022, increased by 60%. That means, and the average data breach cost is to be like, is to reach like $5 million this year. That's a lot of bar. So imagine they have 1 million data breaches. Now calculate the amount. Yeah. 5 million. And according yeah. to the reports, the, the attackers are evolving, you know. They are, they are using As more methods advanced, now. They're advanced using, software. Yeah, using tools like I think MFA they even created software for themselves. Yeah, it's, they, I mean, these guys are looking for big payouts now. They're not going for the small, small mm, fishes again. They are, they are doing that. And in Nigeria and Kenya, financial fishing, you know, rose to eyes in q1 and q2 of 2022 uh like it's 101% increase compared to q1 of the previous year nigeria reported over 61,000 financial phishing attacks reported so we don't even know the ones that were not reported that's a lot <laughs> these things are on the right amazing but in a negative way yeah yeah right so guys keep your data safe keep your bank details everything safe. just just keep so safe. when we say stay safe we don't just mean you know, COVID health, health and everything wise, stay know. safe online too but we'll be talking about that yeah later more As so I you should stay tuned you have to stay tuned <laughs> <laughs> all right um now another bad news hmm. again hmm. 2023 <laughs> go that big go that so bizlato founder anatoly has been arrested and charged with money laundering for about 700 million dollars hmm. hmm. 700 million dollars we have not even recovered from ftx ftx sam ah now we are having another out one and that, that man that is banking <laughs> that is frying our banks <laughs> 700 million dollars all right um bizlato is an hong kong if you must know bizlato is an hong kong registered p2p um crypto platform you know for buying and selling of cryptocurrency and i thought it was arrested in miami all right for an illegal illegal uh, operation of money transmission and you know the alle- they are alleging that he didn't go through the proper channels to make that transaction and big brother is in trouble again because binance has been named as one of the top three receiving counterparties associated mm. with the money laundering mm. fraud mm. case so you know what this does last year a lot of people lost interest in cryptocurrencies Crypto. because of the FTX saga. I mean, you know, you, some before, other, before FTX, um, what's it called again? Before FTX, Terra. Uh-huh. Yeah, you had Terra. So, oh, a no. lot of people lost interest, investors drew back. Mm-hmm. So, now we are starting the we are starting the year with, with another fraud Crypto case. has been on the rise. As rise, in... And we're still having these fraud cases and not. But, <sighs> I mean, the argument is still that compared to the traditional financial space, yeah. right, these these fraud cases are still small. I mean, you have the likes of Benny Madoff in the financial. Hey, but you know there's a spotlight on that space. Yeah, a lot of people are waiting for, for you to fail. I mean, they're waiting for you to fail. They're waiting for things like this to happen. So regulators they will, they will are not say, to We told in. you. We told you. Regulators are also looking to step in. You yeah. know, like they are looking for every opportunity to you know step in and regulate the market. And every incident like this just gives them another another talking point. Start writing them um, think pieces. <laughs> 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 yeah, hopefully the crypto space, you know, gets to a point where this kind of 
things don't affect the market. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. So we just you just isolated. Okay, this is this person. Yeah. It's not it's Those not our business. Things. Maybe regulation needs to come into place, but that's another topic. Yeah, yeah. that's it. <laughs> All right, moving on. Uh, Meta allows Trump back onto Facebook and Instagram. Yeah. So Meta, the parent company of Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, Oculus, and a couple of others, has allowed uh, the former president, president of the United States back on its platform. So it was suspended or banned, as the case may be, like uh, in 2020, 2021. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, both by Twitter, Instagram, yeah. Facebook. All the platforms. I mean, major <laughs> platforms actually suspended and banned his accounts. But Meta and Facebook. I brought him back last year. Twitter brought him back, too. but he refused. But he refused. Now, Ain't Meta and Facebook has, has brought him back. And according to Trump, it is because Meta is bleeding money. Yeah. So I mean, they need his presence. You know, like they need. Well, him. well, he has. Yeah, he says things. <laughs> but I just think Meta is bleeding money because you know they invested a lot into the metaverse last mm-hmm. year. I mean, about ten billion dollars. Yeah. It's twenty twenty one. So yeah. They are not getting what they should be getting from it. Yeah, the metaverse is still like a new concept to many people. So, yeah, so that is why I think they are bleeding money. Um, but Trump to also, you know, blame yeah, a lot I of mean, money. Yeah, I mean, he also built <laughs> he's, not Guinness, own, he's not in the Guinness Book of Records for the man who lost the most money. So, he yeah. also built the, what's it called, his own social media yeah, platform. Yeah, social. social and all. And Meta has also, you know, put a caveat to it. Like, guy. You. If you do Go another thing, permanent. You know, it's permanent. Between three months and two years. No, they, you know, it's a permanent ban before, but yeah. they have like a board who mm-hmm. um, advises them on things like that, content moderation. So the board said, okay, you know what? Let's 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 make it a suspension instead of an outright ban. So they now say, okay, two years, and now you know they say over the, over the couple of weeks, you know, they'll I bring mean, he was suspended back. for provoking violence. But he has also said like um, he's not coming back there. That he, he has millions of followers now on um, Truth Social. So yeah, yeah, he's saying that four point five million. He will stay there. He will stay there. But that's still little compared to like the thirty-four million he has on Facebook and like ninety. He has about hundred. He has about hundred on Twitter. Yeah. That's still quite small, but I mean, he says he wants to stick to his true social, so he's big enough today. He has hope. (laughs) (laughs) Alright guys, that was the conversation of the day. If you're just joining in, uh, this is Tech Bytes by Tech Tech Next. Yeah. I'm Omole and um, that is Dami. My name is Damilari Akikbel. Yeah, so the topic of the day, data privacy. Data privacy. So it's like a new concept to many of us in especially in Africa. Mm-hmm. Um, we just what's, give out our data. Many times we open, uh, exactly. <laughs> Many times we, we install software, we install apps, we ask for, you know, everything, access to everything on our phone. We just don't even bother. links on WhatsApp. We just, exactly. Facebook, all those broadcasts. We just, we just <laughs> click, we just agree, agree, agree. We don't even read. So in commemoration of the Data Privacy Day, an international effort to create awareness about the importance of respecting privacy, safeguarding data, and enabling trust, uh, we decided to focus um, today's um, tech bites on data privacy and um, you know so that we'll talk about the lingering conversation about the non-existence of data privacy measures imagine um, people's data are being processed every day at work you know um, in their relations with public authorities in the health field when they buy goods or services travel or surf the internet individuals are generally unfamiliar as I said earlier, Africans, with the risk related to the protection of their personal data and of their rights in this respect. They're highly aware of what they can do um, if they consider that their rights have been breached. Or the role of national data protection agencies. 
for africa data privacy is a myth no it's <laughs> it's like what are you talking about <laughs> we have ndp take what am i doing with the we data have ndpr though uh, <laughs> <laughs> well not just because the platforms uh, or the government do not respect or safeguard data it's that data collection is usually haphazard mm-hmm. like you just collect data like the BVN and Lean thing. You're supposed to when you're supposed to marry things, you are just doing it anyhow. Anyway, and accessibility to data is like a walk in the park. So people have access to data in Nigeria like like it's supposed to like it's supposed to be there. Like why? Why is it so open? In fact, um data privacy day is like a surprise event within Africa. Yeah. True. And this is why it needs to be discussed more often, and that is why um, we are discussing today on um, Tech Bytes. And to help us understand what data privacy is all about and why it is important, we have um, Rock Adote. I hope um, um, he's okay. He's here with us. Um, he's a cyber security professional and a process automation resource with over a decade experience in secure software development for the Nigeria financial services industry. He holds a master's degree in computer systems. He's a cyber security awareness threat researcher and analyst. Hello, Rock. Hello, Mr. Rock. Hello, Chief. Yeah. You're welcome again um, to Tech Bytes. Um, yeah, by Tech Next. Yeah, take by by tech next. <laughs> As we said earlier, the conversation is on data privacy, how to stay safe in 2023. Um, so yeah, Dami, let's just get to the questions. Um, Dami would um, take the question. Okay. Um, you know, so it's been like 16 years now that you know we've had the first um, data protection day. You know, held in 2007 to bring awareness about privacy policies. You know, protections best practices and all of that i mean and in this period lots of people maybe still don't know about data privacy they still don't know they're supposed to keep their data private or they still don't know how to do it they don't even know what data privacy is about yeah so that that calls the question is enough being done about you know data privacy by stakeholders in the space and especially in africa yeah in africa in nigeria and some other countries in africa Okay, thank you, TechNext, for the opportunity. Um, giving response, it's important. I just stress it that um, I don't think it's going to be fair for me to say enough is being done when it comes to data privacy because we still have a lot of uh, breach, we still have a lot of non compliance um, situations, we still have a lot to do when it comes to data protection. Um, this was what led to the creation of the Nigerian Data Protection Bureau, which was not too recent launched by Amita um, to isolate the responsibilities of um, data protection regulation. Um, to this extent, data protection covers um, the rights of data subjects to access, verification, um, the right to be forgotten, the, um, a whole bunch of rights that are subjects are meant to uh, enjoy the privilege. However, these things have actually been abused over the years by both online service providers and um, unknowingly and unknowingly, we won't still give in to situations that often lead to data breaches. So um, I don't think it's mature to say that we are there yet. 
However, it's important to give credit to the regulators who are doing a lot in this light. And for instance, I know um, since the advent of DPCO, um, data protection impact assessment by DPCOs for most organizations, there has been a regular, the, the regulatory agency then needs that has actually mandated almost all financial organizations to be in compliance to file and submit their reports. You understand this is a positive step that should be reckoned with. So yes, um, a lot is still being done, but the biggest challenge we see in this space is that as technology advances, it creates new vectors through which breaches can occur and um, the right of data subjects to be being exploited. So that's it. Thank you. Yeah. So you, you mentioned that uh, a lot has been done, um, but I also I also picked out where you mentioned that um, online services, you know, abuse the data a lot. Yeah. Um, in fact, I was uh, going to talk about that loan, yeah. loan service guys. <laughs> they, yeah. they abuse uh, data uh, a lot, a lot, uh, a lot. Even even governments sometimes. Um, to be honest, to be honest, data privacy is rarely at the top of anyone's um, to do daily to-do list people do not uh, they just uh, they just want to consume value use technology and thrive you know but it's important to be safe too and that's why we're having this um, conversation um so that's why we're asking this what exactly is the force about uh, data privacy and how can organizations protect personal data from authorized um, unauthorized um, access use and disclosure a lot can be done thank you for that question a lot can be done for organizations to protect their personal data from unauthorized access um, but this also depends on the industry and why do i say the industry different industry require different risk management framework uh, different industries require different technical operational security controls and I give you a very practical instance. For instance, in the health industry, the risk management framework that oversees what you should have, what should be a baseline mode of operation to put as a data processor, it's actually broad. You understand, it's um, HIPAA is a risk management framework that um, provides um, visibility into um, best practices um, on, on healthcare patients' information, the level of um, authentication, baseline authentication, multi-factor authentication, the level of um, change management practices you need to employ in industries. Now, why am I bringing using that as a case in point? This is a difference when it comes to the financial um, industry, where you have different risk management framework. And I'm talking from a risk management point of view because there is no unique solution to the problem of data protection abuse. You cannot really say how um, online service providers use and abuse your data if you don't have certain practices in place and this was what led to the advent of gdpr and in nigeria ndpr so yes what you can do to protect your personal data from motorized assets is to adopt a risk management system that fits your industry we have pci dss for uh, in financial industries and specifically companies that handle sensitive payment card data 
Um, we have NIST. NIST is very robust. It cuts across both governments, both um, um, high professional industries. You understand. So, yes, uh, first is to adopt a risk management framework. However, what is the challenge in this light is for MSMEs? And that's to be very practical. MSMEs find it expensive. They don't have the entire um, strategic workforce to implement such risk management framework. For this reason, the uh, most uh, data protection regulators release what they call a data protection toolkit. A data protection toolkit actually shows you, it's like a checklist of things you need to do to keep your data safe and your client's information safe, you understand. So um, these are some of the things you can do from a professional standpoint to protect your personal data from unauthorized access and disclosure. Um, the only thing, <coughs> sorry, the only thing I know that uh, hasn't been mentioned is for individuals. Yes, you see a lot of people falling for um, what is trending now, aside from somewhere, is um, social media accounts takeover, social media ATO. That's when you just open your Instagram and all of a sudden a third party has total access to your Instagram. You don't have, you cannot change your password, they won't change your email. You understand? And you try to report. Mm -hmm. The vectors through which these vulnerabilities occur individually has been on the rise for a long time. Even your WhatsApp, you understand. So those are other areas. Um, for individual, the best practices just have to. <clears throat> it's not much. It's actually public information. Ensure you and uh, enable um, two-factor authentication or multi-factor authentication. Ensure you um, have your tokens. You have your one-time um, access codes, just like Facebook. Um, kudos to online service providers that has adopted um, behavioral anomaly detection, such as Google. I see a lot of online service providers moving towards that light. Behavioral anomaly detection, just what you see when, um, if your other friend sitting next to you try to log into your Gmail with your own credentials from an unknown device, then your online service provider sends you a notification that an unrecognized device is accessing your network, confirming with you from this location. But you understand that behavior anomaly detection. Yeah, analyzing the pattern of the user behavior, and they're saying this does not match with what this guy often do. You understand when he wants to log, he's using a strange device. So it is important to notify the user. You understand. So they initiate different um, escalation matrix at that point. Escalation means verify it is you. We've sent a code to your phone. Click on that code. There's a number here. Click 14 on the phone you registered with you understand so all those little little so those are um steps to which most people most online service providers have started that path they started following that path and it's doing a lot of good when it comes to data protection so i see more of this happening but in direct response to you these are how msmes can handle um their person protecting their personal data from unauthorized access uh, and disclosure these are how industries and these are how personal users can do thank you yeah, uh, that 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 makes a whole lot of sense. Uh, I want to ask a question about the the part where you talked about um, companies and organizations, you know, employing different means of protecting themselves and all. In terms of data breach, we sometimes also have those breaches go through employees, right? So maybe mails or something to employees and things like that and you know to cope that companies have sort of like put mechanisms in place you know to monitor 
some of the employees activities and that's a thin line (laughs) between monitoring employees activities and you know protecting employees privacy so like how would how should company like um stay on the on the fine way yeah on the fine way and find a balance in the middle of of this okay when it comes to employee monitoring it's actually um it's not as um, deep as people think because it actually relies on it's actually policy driven it relies on the policy and the consent from the employee from the one when he's he or she is onboarded in that organization and um, um however according to the information commissioner's office it's very important that you can monitor your staff as long as you can justify it and have a lawful basis you understand however it's also important communication plays a vital role when it, when you intend to monitor your employees as an organization making them build trust with you you get you need to let them know this that we are actually keeping records of your activities either from your um, company issued corporate um, corporate device you understand and um, even when they use their personal device, it's very important your policy needs to state it clear. To what extent does this monitoring, is the scope of this monitoring? Do we monitor when you're home? Do we monitor the kind of data you use? Do we monitor your personal conversation? So your, there's a kind of fair balance between the employee and the leadership of the organization. So um, this is best practice, actually. However, when... Um, you collect um, personal data from your employees without let, letting them know that this is what you're doing, especially if it's from their personal device or if you're an organization that does not that has not adopted bring your own device to work policy. You understand where it is clearly stated that you don't use your personal device for company's activities. That's an issue. If you um, actually um, listen to personal chats, personal conversations through that passes through your company network when the employee uses his phone and the employee does not know that's an issue so um how to 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 put it very direct it's actually policy driven sorry it's actually policy driven and um, at that level it's um it's fair if an organization is actually monitoring a device that the staff is using what they issue to the staff it's fair and there's countless instances of this for instance in a logistics business where it is important for you to monitor the location of your um, bikes wherever they are in order to um, avoid the the issue of theft you understand um in the telecom industry i know this is this happens a lot where um organizations tend to monitor field service agents who go to operate on tour mass installations you understand those who supply diesel to mass in remote locations they yeah. collect a lot of data on their activity in order to measure performance uh, and performance you understand and like this field service engineer is always attending to our requests so our sites don't go down so it applies in different ways but it is entirely policy driven if you don't feel if you don't feel comfortable in your organization um, collecting information from you and um, especially when you feel it is not um, appropriate or you feel you are not safe you can actually not give consent to such policies or if you have it as a clause in your offer letter you should use it's very important you don't give consent to it however if you give consent to it it is important as an organization they remain fair and they communicate to the um, employee that to this scope, this the extent of our monitoring on your activities from your device 
So we even go as far as even fuel level and all those things from the car um, corporate issued um, um, cars like they track the company cars they give to the staffs. So you understand? They track the fuel level, they track the mileage, they track the location, even outside work or especially now with the where we are in a post COVID nineteen where people are resorting to remote operations. So this to the extent through which um, the company and the employee can achieve a synergy in when it comes to uh, monitoring employees. Thank you. Hmm. That response is quite interesting. Yeah. Well, I, 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 I want, I, I just, the part where you mentioned um, um, uh, policy, I just wish that, uh, you know, employers can, you know, in their documents, in their offer letters, state they can just clearly. state it clearly that this is the data we're going to be collecting from you. <laughs> I've never seen such an offer letter. <laughs> not, I don't think it's even a Nigerian or African thing. I've never seen such an offer letter. Where because many employees don't care. Exactly. You know, we mentioned it earlier that it's not on anybody's to-do list. Nobody wants <laughs> to start following their data about. Anyway, um, away from that employee thing, um, so your expertise spreads across um, the financial services industry um, so we just want to ask um, how companies can securely handle and store sensitive data such as financial information and personal identification numbers okay in direct response to that um, the landscaping technology has changed in recent years and that is because of um, cloud computing. Cloud computing has made most organizations um, process and store data in more affordable means. Um, however, this has drawn a lot of concerns. What is cloud computing? Cloud computing simply denotes the ability for user data to be stored in a remote location that is readily accessible, secured, that is load balance, that is scalable, uh, that uh, you understand. And what that does to the business is that it takes away the burden of you keeping your data within your own of um, company. Mm-hmm. You're going to cater for the human resource that is going to manage that data. You have all the taxes. You're going to provide for power. You're going to provide for security. You're going to provide for um, change management, you're going to provide for upgrades, you're going to provide for software, you're going to provide for hardware, you understand? So, the the, the cost of manage of storing data is actually huge because users are generating a lot of data and you really want to remain competitive in the, especially when technology is an enabler for your vital operations, either government or private, you have to establish um, evidence evidence in terms of um, 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 when there's a you understand you need to do all those things so that's actually a huge concern however um, so in, in direct response to you why I talked about cloud computing is simply because of can you hear me, guys? Yeah, yes, we can. We can. We can. You went off for a bit, but yeah. Okay, okay. Why I spoke about cloud computing was just simply because of storing data. I'm sure. Seems you're off again. 
longer an issue of um, of um, you providing security controls. You understand to protect that data. It is something that is usually managed by the service provider, by the cloud service provider. Do you understand? And where you're storing it. What happens actually? Most of the obligations between the service provider and you, who is the company, is actually SLA driven. SLA that oversees accessibility, SLAs that oversees security, SLAs that oversees breach. So this takes away the burden of securing those data in a way out of the company. So yes, um, um, securely handling risk sensitive financial information uh, individually because um, it's no longer you using how much you know or what you know to do you understand it's now actually a top party which is most financial services are resorting to office um, microsoft 365 cloud azure amazon aws mm-hmm. and a whole lot of cloud providers and they provide fairly speaking a baseline <laughs> even more matured robust um, security for your financial information so um i don't think that's an issue and uh, that, that has not been an issue recently and that's why most breaches when they occur if you once an investigation malicious insider or an unknown um insider tracks you understand when you unintentionally give out certain sensitive information that enables a cyber criminal to initiate either rce or to steal customer data or you um you yes even i think it's off yeah I mean, I think I think the part where he said the old cloud computing thing and you know our yeah. financial institutions have to put things right is very very important because yes. if I'm putting money in your hands, I have exactly. to I have to be sure that nah, I'm it's, safe. It's safe. <laughs> don't concern me if now cloud the arc or not, and that's that's a whole lot. It also just puts it in perspective of what the financial guys have to actually yeah. pay. We just hope that uh, there are policies and regulations in place to ensure that these financial services guys actually have to put this, have to you know, practice this uh, data protection, protection. Yeah, yeah, measures privacy. so that they understand that uh, <laughs> they have to understand that data <laughs> is actually very important and they should not be playing with it using high, doing hide and seek. Don't play with <laughs> with, uh, <laughs> with uh, uh, data. Um, so our guest, uh, Mr. Rock, is off. For I think a he's while. back. Yeah, he's back now. Okay, thank you. Um, I think we should just go on to the next question. Hi, Mr. Rock. Can you hear me? Are you here? Okay, let's just go on. Um, go about what he has, uh, you know, said before. Um, I, I like how you found the balance between you know what companies should do, do and what yeah, employees should do. I just feel like as I said earlier, they should put this inside the document. Let us see. The clause should be there. You want to see me what you want to see what I'm doing with the laptop. <laughs> <laughs> you, you have you have to uh, I remember I was working before, I got an email 
that said uh, we can monitor you through your webcam at the first instance i was like okay where is this coming from i was a little scared that okay is it is this from the company wait was it bring your assets company <laughs> or they gave you the devices they gave they gave me the devices so oh, no. they kept <laughs> that's that's the same so I, I i was thinking okay is the company internally trying to do something <laughs> or is this somebody that just randomly saw my email and sent, because the person kept sending emails so oh, when wow. i reported it to um the it guy they're like ignore it don't worry just yes yeah, so, sometimes it guys also do those kind of drives, you know just to ensure just so to test. they should tell yeah. us so that's why we say no they won't tell you now it's after <laughs> After, after the drill has been done maybe someone tells you oh, we can see your webcam something something like that click this link to stop it it is at the point where you click on that link that the it guys will now call you to go and do training hmm. <laughs> on, on data protection <laughs> because why did you click on the link why did you not reach out first but overall i just feel like we should talk more about data privacy in nigeria mm-hmm. yeah um social media is also a very very big yeah. space where people don't don't really take into note data privacy you see mm-hmm. lots of information out there the credit card details yeah. house addresses like things that should not be there should not be out there Why remember the one uh, with um, the big, uh, big brother um, housemate where she posted her INEC um, yeah, card. Yeah, someone used the VIN to find out Why? how old she is and <laughs> Why? everything. Why? You covered your database and you know content sharing yes yes so yes, in yes. the bit of doing that there's a bit of well she achieved um she trended for a bit yeah, so yes but to what end <laughs> today <laughs> it's his INEC VIN or whatever that voter identification number tomorrow it's your credit card number next I mean, tomorrow some people it's your BBN on twitter i'm like what someone has what do you think you are doing one day was one of these twitter things you know post your accounts bvn and everything and i'll send you money and someone literally posted, posted with his bvn <laughs> people <laughs> had to go under the comments like guy wait till you they do like <laughs> what <laughs> what <laughs> so wait till they do so, they just people just just they don't just um, understand what data privacy is about so i was reading um the um, terms and conditions of an app i wanted to download and somebody I was like that thing once and someone was like, what do you think you are doing? I'm like, I need to know. Why are they? Why do they want to have access I've to my media files? Once. You should. I've only read that thing once. So that thing I, is long. It was a, <laughs> it was a st- streaming platform, yeah? And they said they needed access to my camera, needed access to my media files. I'm like, what are you doing with that? I'm, I don't plan oh, well. on using the streaming platform to... Is that um, the same way these lone guys get access to people's contacts, messages? Because you're desperate, you want a loan. And you're just clicking, clicking, uh, clicking. Yes, accept. Yes, accept. 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 You don't, <laughs> yes, accept. You don't uh, even read. Condition. Yes, <laughs> accept. <laughs> so the good, thing that, the good thing is, these days, these days, some of these companies actually summarize uh, the terms and conditions. Yeah, they put it in like Even at that, people points. still do not read it. Like you, oh. Just try. Try read. Even if it's a summary, read it first. Like if you see what is sometimes if you see what is there, you may actually not accept the loan. Uh, but I mean, people are people want the. Money. I mean, if you are, if I want to collect the loan from you, and you're telling me you need access to my contact. Why do you need access to my contact? Like, so that you can reach out. You now can go in there randomly. No, 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 no. <laughs> people have jackpot with uh, <laughs> loan money before now. <laughs> ah. So this this is uh, this is actually a big yeah. These are some of the issues. Um, I know. So and Mr. Rock is still out. Uh, uh, we. 
if you are joy just joining us uh we are talking about data privacy mm-hmm. and how to stay safe in, in 2023 um as, as a company and yeah, as an individual yeah as an employee you know um in the financials um industry sec- um, industry um anywhere you are as long as your data is being processed um, or assessed um, it's important that you actually um, take some means to yeah, secure your data to secure your data because you might not know what they're doing with it maybe just come it might not even be now exactly like in the next 10 years when you're CEO of one big company yeah. and some data you put out there like 10 years ago and some guys will just you know be like okay now it's time to catch this guy hmm. there are some people that are storing some of these things like Hello, Mr. Rock. Okay, oh, okay. he's not here. Still, yet. Not here. There's someone that are storing some of these things, like storing it down for you, like the day they catch you. As in, the day you come out and say, "Yes, I'm big now." <laughs> that day. Um. Okay. Um. What do you think? Should we uh, close this? Oh well. Uh, I think Mr. Rock is having like network issues. Uh, it's, yeah. It's the Nigerian. The Nigerian factor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Nigerian factor. All right. Um, so uh, let's not waste their time. We'll do a part two. Definitely. Yes, we'll do a part this two. Was, this, was, this was an yeah, interesting We still have a couple questions we want to ask. It's yeah. the role of the individual, you know, mm-hmm. in protecting their data. It can't just be it can't just be company 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 you know, the individuals also have a role yeah, to play have you have a role to play i yeah. have a role to play yeah. and that will be the next set of our conversation with yeah. mr rock we'll be bringing him on again sometime next week. <laughs> maybe next week yeah <laughs> right all right guys uh that brings us to the end of the tech bites day we are deeply sorry this was now we planned the first mm, episode of the year nigerian factor but then I jumped up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just some few updates from Technics. We changed our newsletter design. It is yes, you should check it, out. You check it out. Check yeah, it out. Check it out. If you're not subscribed to our newsletter, you should hurry now. Just yes. go to Technics, subscribe you to the newsletter. You are missing out on a lot. I can tell you that for a fact. Me too. I can Dennis tell you is doing a good yeah, job. Yeah, Dennis and, and Demi, guys, kudos. Uh, we also launched a Telegram channel. Yes, that, that. That's the big thing in Nigeria. If you are not next there, you are not, you are not anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so that is where we're going to give you updates about, you know, what's mm-hmm. happening in tech space, what we are doing, you know, our storytelling. And every other uh, thing. Yeah, and every other thing. Our conversation. We also have an opportunity to be closer to the people at Techness, you know. Yeah. Like, to see, speak you know. to... Dennis, then he says something on human the human interaction. Come and meet Not him. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, yeah. And you can follow us on our social media platforms as well at technext.ng. We have some exciting updates. I, I'm tempted to give you spoilers, but if I talk, my mm. God, it talk, man. <laughs> <laughs> I'm tempted to give you spoilers for what we have in stock for you this year, but we have amazing things this year. You should Just follow us, subscribe turn on our post notifications literally everything you should you should you should be in our pockets and yes and for this podcast um, you should subscribe uh, you know to listen yeah, to the we other share. episodes this is not the first episode though it's just so the first episode of the year yeah last year we did 20 episodes <laughs> we did 20 um, yeah. so you should just check the others out you know subscribe like comment share do everything yeah share your feedback with us yeah share your feedback um to info at technics.ng or editor at technics.ng just tell us what you think um my name is damilari i'm actdown07 on all social media platforms except linkedin of course (laughs) (laughs) my name is omole you can check me out um, lord ricky lord underscore ricky on all social platforms ricky is r-i-c-k-i-e 
Should I do we the spelling? We know how to spell. <laughs> <laughs> Alright. Right. That'll be it. Till next week. Yeah. Take care. Thank you.